is up, my people? This is your boy, J to the Rel, a.k.a. Jarrell, and I am but a man amongst men. I hope things have progressed for you in a, in a decent pace since the last time we talked. Uh, I know that you are probably not at the end result of your goals that you've set, uh, of identifying those things that you can change and that you have control over and controlling those things and changing them in the most positive of ways. I know that it's a, it's a marathon, not a, not a sprint. So I wanted to come in here and offer some more tools to you as far as applying them in your own journey and beginning to continue that progress forward uh, in those little things that you've identified that you have control over. Now, what I mean by that is it's one thing to say, okay, I, I've identified these things that I have control over, j Rail. I figured it out, and now I'm going to control them. I have the, the motivation. You've motivated me and inspired me, and I have the motivation and the will now. I'm going to change these things, and I'm going to be the best at it possible. I'm going to do it. And it's another thing to actually do those things. You know what I mean? Uh, for me, when I got started with you know, being the best dad I could be, being the best stay-at-home father I could be, uh, the best you know, husband I could be in the realm in which I was given, uh, it didn't just click all at once. It didn't. It took work. Uh, it took a lot of hit or miss. It took a, lo- a lot of figuring out what system best worked for me. Uh, I've never been one to uh, plan meticulously. Uh, I'm kind of a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants kind of guy. What I mean by that is there's not a lot of order in the way I clean the house. So, uh, for example, I don't pick each room and say, I'm going to clean this room, then this room, then this room, then this room, and I don't plan it out like that. I go, you know what? I'm going to vacuum the carpet. And as I vacuum the the carpet, I figure out what... I need cleaned around that area. If I go to vacuum the living room and there's a bunch of toys, guess what? I gotta clean up those toys first. So I found what system works for me. It starts with vacuuming and it branches off into everything else. Uh, I'll give you another example for my health and fitness. Uh, For me, I needed a system in place that was most efficient for me. So that's like one of the things that you gotta do as far as identifying what will work for you. Uh, Ask yourself some questions. Is it efficient for you? Is it something that you can do without taking up a lot of time, especially if you're someone who's really busy? A lot of the men that I know are, you know, working overtime. They're working a lot of hours. They have families. They're married. Uh, They don't really have a ton of time. So whatever it is you're trying to control, Whatever it is you're trying to do, uh, if it's your health and fitness or if it's to you know build your own business, uh, whatever it is, you have to find a way to optimize your time. Uh, so it's got to be efficient, right? So ask yourself, is this efficient for me? What I have, you know, as far as my schedule, is this something that I can do uh, in, a, in a, a little bit of time or as little time as possible, you know? Uh, Another question to ask yourself is, is this something that I can continue to do? Is it sustainable? Like, can I keep up at this pace, at this rate? 
And that's something you got to be real with yourself about. Uh, There were times when I decided to get my health together that I hit my head against the same wall over and over again. And if I had just been realistic with myself from the very beginning, I would have saved myself a lot of time and I would have made a lot of progress a lot sooner than I did. But I spent literally like three years hitting my head and climbing the same hill only to fall back down again. And you got to figure out what system best works for you to get you over that hump. If you get motivated and you get inspired and you go, man, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go and I'm going to tear this up now. I'm so motivated. And then you go do the same thing you did six months ago that didn't work. It doesn't make sense. You know, (laughs) like you're setting yourself up for failure. It's always awesome to get motivated. It's always great to get inspired. And that's, that's something that you got to do repeatedly. But you also want to make sure that the system you have in place for whatever it is that you're doing is something that leads to success, uh, that optimizes what you're doing, and that makes it something that you can do under any circumstances, and that's sustainable. That's key, guys. That is so key. If I say to myself, dude, I'm inspired, I'm so motivated, I'm going to go change the engine in my car. You know, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to put a new, I'm going to drop an engine in my car. I know how to do it. I got it. And then I go grab a spoon and a fork instead of the right tools to to change an engine. Guess what, guys? Not changing an engine with a spoon and a fork. Those are the wrong tools. Those are the wrong tools. Now, that's a really extreme example. I get it. But it's it's one that really shows that if you don't have the right tools, you're, you're not going to get anywhere. You can have all the willpower in the world, but a fork and a spoon are not going to change an engine in a car. So you got, you got to make sure that you take your willpower, you take your motivation, and you optimize those things and you put them to the best use with the right tools. So you have to find the right tools for whatever it is you're doing. Back when I said, you know what, I'm going to pour so much into my kids as a stay-at-home father. I'm going to teach my kids how to read before they even go to kindergarten. I'm going to I'm going to teach everything. Well, guys, I didn't just like start writing on flashcards some words and then just start drilling my kids senselessly. Um, That's not that's not how it worked. We had to do research. We had to look at some of the best tools we had to take into account. How does my you know, how does Jarrell Jr. How does he learn? How does, you know, does he like music? Does he prefer the flashcards? What is it that he likes to do? And we had to take that and use that in our decision making for the system that we found that would work best for him. So we we tried, you know, this My Baby Can Read, we tried that and he kind of took to it a little bit, but it was like, ah, He's not really, you know, it didn't really resonate with him as strongly as I thought it could. And so it was like, okay, well, what else is there? And we found some other things and we tried this and we tried that. And we finally got to, uh, you know, I think it was called, um, I think it was just like a phonetic approach, but it also used music. And there were songs that were committed to memory. And of course, me being musical, I guess it, you know, it, it kind of runs in my kids as well. They're pretty musical. And it was fun for me as well because it was right 
in my whole wheelhouse. I love singing. So I was all about singing these phonetic songs with my son and dancing and entertaining one another throughout the day. So you have to find those systems. You know, in, in teaching my son, I had to find something that I was good at teaching. I had to find something, a, a way in which I was good at teaching. And I had to find a way in which he was good at learning. And we had to kind of meld those things together to optimize the whole process, to make it something that was fun, that was sustainable, that we could come back and do every day, to make it something that we didn't get bored with or irritated with or frustrated with, something that we both enjoyed and something that grew us both. And so that's what this is all about, guys. It's not just about finding control, finding where you have control, but it's about optimizing that ability that you have to control. You're motivated. You're inspired. You love, love the approach that you, you want to take to this now. But how will you put a system in place where you can have that success, where you can continue to progress forward? That's what it's all about. If you're, if you're finding that you're in, you, you've identified the things you have control over and you find that you're a little bit stagnant, and it's only been a couple weeks since our last talk. So if you find that, oh man, I'm kind of stuck a little bit already, well then don't even waste time. <laughs> Figure out if there's a better system that you can be using. Figure out if there's something that can get you more progress in whatever it is that you're trying to control. If it's uh, time spent with your loved ones, figure out a way to block out your time a little bit better. Figure out if it's a journal that you need or if it's alarms that you need to set on your phone. We have to find a way to take that control that we have now and optimize the system that we're using to progress for the betterment of that control. Otherwise, we might as well have not even acknowledge that we had control over it, right? Like we might as well have just left it alone. <laughs> But now you have control. You have control and you have a system. And if you don't have a system, guys, get one. Start looking into it. Uh, if you're, we'll use health and fitness again because that's what this is, right? It's a health channel. So if you find that you've been going to the gym and you haven't made much progress or it's really hard for you to sustain that, okay, maybe that's not the route you can take. That does not mean you are excused from working out. You are excused from your fitness. You're not. We guys, Men especially, <laughs> we, need to, we need to focus on our health and fitness. We can't just, it's not enough to just work, 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 work. And I know um, there are ladies that that, that resonates with as well because uh, my wife used to do the same thing. Work, 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 work. And, you know, parents we need to take time for ourselves because you can't be your awesome self the full awesome self that you were intended to be if you don't take care of that self so if you're finding that you don't have time to make it to the gym consistently or you're finding that the eating plan that you have isn't working out if you're finding that your eating plan isn't even an eating plan it's just one of those things where you're like yeah I stopped, you know, drinking soda for a while, you know, and I've hit, a, you know, I plateaued. Okay, well, <laughs> there needs to be a plan in place now. You're going to make small amounts of progress in these little subtle changes. That's great, though. If you did stop drinking soda and you found that that helped, great. It should and it does. Uh, but there, there has to be a continuous rate of progress. 
It's not enough to just stop drinking soda and then say, I'm done. That's it. I made progress. I did it. There's ways to always improve. Never be satisfied, guys. Never be satisfied. Celebrate, but never be satisfied in those those little small steps of of progression. It's great. Fall in love with the journey, though. Like the journey, guys, the journey is where it's at. Don't worry about getting from point A to point B. Worry about all the growth in between that can happen. And if you're not seeing that growth right now, identify what it is that's causing the lack of growth. Identify what it is. What in your system is not working for you, is not working for that growth. Identify that and fix it. Repair it. If it's the tools you're using, get some new tools. Guys, if you're out there trying to change an engine with a fork and a spoon, get some new tools. (laughs) Gotta get some new tools, guys. Make it so that you don't have to jump through so many hoops for the for the for the progress to happen. You know, you you want to make it so. I mean, granted, it's going to be work. No matter what, it's going to be work. And progress is not. You know, it doesn't come easy. But at the same time, you want to make sure that you're in the right system, the system that's going to really work for you as you work for it. You know what I mean? You're working for that progress. Don't leave anything on the table. Make sure you optimize it as much as possible. And when you do that, you'll see the progress. Oh, man, it's almost like the floodgates open. And you're like, wow, this, why didn't I do this sooner? This system works way better than what I was doing before. So it takes some, it takes some time to be really honest with yourself, uh, to be really realistic with yourself. And that's, and that's tough. Uh, trust me, I, I, it was hard for me to admit to myself uh, some of the errors of my ways. Uh, but humility will, will take you very far. Humility will change everything. So be humble when you, when you, when you look at your decisions, when you look at um, the route you've chosen to go, be humble. Uh, it, it's, it's a really strong trait. It's a great trait to have to be humble and be real with yourself and be 100% honest with yourself. That's where the real growth begins to happen. So I hope you've had success in identifying those little parts of life where you have control. I hope you've begun to put a system in place to begin to make progress and to have growth on a consistent, sustainable basis for those things that you have control in. If it's controlling, you know, the love that you have in your marriage, find the things that work for your for you and your spouse. Uh, you know, figure out the love languages. I know some people might have just rolled some of the guys might have just rolled their eyes at me saying that, but hey, figure those things out. It makes a difference. It has an impact. And never stop evaluating yourself honestly and humbly. Because that is how you continue to grow. You're never going to be done filling your love with mar- you filling your marriage with love, right? You're not going to be like, oh, I did it. We made it." <laughs> no, it's something that you can always improve at. You know, if basketball players like LeBron James or Steph Curry can go back in the gym after winning a championship or having a career season, and then they can go find ways to improve, if they can find ways to improve on that, Surely we can always find ways to improve in our everyday lives. 
how we interact with one another, how we interact with our children, our, our spouse, how we interact with ourselves, how we talk to ourselves in our minds. All of this, all of this works toward getting that control and, and, and making progress and continuing forward. That's going to make you better, not just for you, but for everyone around you. And you have a lot of lives that you are capable and are going to touch in a very cool way. Only if you keep identifying ways in which you can improve. Improve you, you're going to improve the other people around you. And that's what it's all about, making one another better. Alright guys, I've talked your ears off enough. Uh, My name is Jarrell, aka J-Rail, and I am but a man amongst men. You guys have a good one.